At Jiffy Lube, it's our job to make car care make sense with personalized service reviews that swap the car talk for straight talk so you know what your car is telling you and what to do about it. Where highly trained service technicians have your back, helping you take care of the small stuff before it becomes big stuff. Plus a full range of services from Pennzoil oil changes and tire rotations to filters, wipers, and more. We've got what your car needs, so you're ready for whatever's next. Putting you in the driver's seat of car care, that's a job for Jiffy. Find a Pennzoil pouring service center near you at JiffyLube.com. What's up, everyone? This is the Go Along Podcast. I'm Tyler Dunn here with Jim Monis. Jim, <laughs> we're we're a little late on the the wrap up from the games, but you know there's enough going on. I think people have an appetite for it. It was crazy. How you doing? How's life? Life is good. I think sometimes you know we like the instant Sunday night. Let's hit it. We're fired up. Sometimes when you do take a couple days to kind of take it all in things calm down a little you, you kind of get a better feel for where you want to talk about some other things I it's it's like right with press conferences after a game give the players give them some time because they're they're fired up the cooling but, down period I don't like it I want to get right in there and talk to these guys in the heat of the moment I want that emotion right out of the <laughs> you got me fired up I just saw Towson State I was just given Towson State was given 15 to Coppin State tonight college hoops and I just saw the final one by 16 so Tyler it's a good night. Well, I was just going to ask you about Coppin State and how they were looking this season. So that's a natural transition. This is what happens on Tuesdays in life of a gambler. Tuesdays, man, it's just another work night for us. You got But, but uh, I was pretty no, worked been... up. I just had to bring it to print. I was worked up about Zach Wilson, his uh, his comments. Talk to me a little performance. bit. Your, your... Yeah, I want to hear brutal. this. I, I mean, I think that... Well, first of all, we should, at the top of the show here, once again, say that this podcast is fueled by our friends at Fatty Beer Company. So, <sighs> Fatty, get on in. Orchard Park, Hamburg, Ellicottville, Kenmore, Rochester, Columbus, they're all over the place. Advent calendar, a beer day through the month of December. Get your advent calendar at Fatty. And then also, I don't know what your schedule's like. I'm going to be there Sunday, Jim. We're doing a little blood and guts. If people want to come so- on out. Buy a we're, signed we're copy, talk. drink some beer. Gonna, we'll be there. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Um. All right. So, yes, I think Zach Wilson is the story out of this week in the NFL. And it's still a story. As we record this, the Jets are still figuring out what in the hell they're going to do at quarterback, which is kind of interesting. But, Jim, I don't we, – we tend to be prisoners of the moment at times. But the games have been that crazy this year. At least I'm a prisoner of the moment at times. Zach Wilson, that, that might have been the worst performance by a quarterback since, Man. you know, Nathan Peterman was trotted out as a starter, you know, one of those two times possibly. I mean, it was bad, really bad. 9 of 22, a- 77 yards, 34 of those yards on an underthrown. Like, underthrow, just terrible. Just, just brutal, brutal throw. Two picks drop, three points, 10 punts. And as everybody has seen by now, what was asked if, you know, they 
could have done more for the defense, and it was uh, it was no, no, he was sounded pretty pleased with this performance. It was everything's fine. Um, what did, did, say, did you watch the I game? Like did you see? His yeah, performance I was able to follow that one on red zone, um, especially because I had the Patriots minus three, so I was definitely into that game. But the only I like the Peterman comparison as far as just a monumentally unforgettably bad game. Only difference is. They drafted that guy to be their franchise quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Peterman wasn't supposed to play his rookie year, if ever. He was drafted to be maybe a number two at best. So that would be where the expectations. But I think you've heard on this show and you've heard me talk about Wilson from the time he was drafted till now, seeing defenses, the game has been too fast for him and he never sees anything. Tyler, he hasn't improved at all. And we, the physical stuff, get it. We know he can make throws and all that, but you got to do it. You have to see it, throw it, anticipate, make your players. They have weapons on that team. Get them the ball so they can make plays after the catch. He does nothing right now. Nothing. It was an abomination. I mean, it was dreadful. It was dirt and balls low, sailing passes high, staring down a guy, throwing it over his head. You know, they 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 definitely drafted him as a poor man's and turned out to be a homeless, ultra, ultra homeless man's Patrick Mahomes. If that, that's probably being too kind. Just a homeless man. Um, a homeless man, Johnny Manziel, maybe. That's, that, that, that would be Ooh. Zach Wilson. He has that Manziel kind of, that's a, I like that. It's kind of that lack of self-awareness right now. But worse, right? Because these, I mean, this was bad. Where you, you're hoping to take a guy that's got some improvisational ability that can run around, play backyard football. You can see the thinking where they thought this is where the game was going. I, I did. I, I I liked the pick at the time. It seemed like, okay, here's an outside-the-box kind of pick. This is a quarterback that sees the game in a through a different lens, right? That it, it's it's second reaction, third reaction, you know, being in sync with guys outside the confines of a play. Well, I think we see more and more. There's only one Patrick Mahomes. He's in a league of his own, and he'll be often imitated, never duplicated. I'm all in on what Kurt Warner always says. Take the quarterback that thinks the game and takes his layups and reads the field and does everything Joe Burrow does. Um, because I don't think it's going to get better for Zach Wilson. It really isn't. I mean, this this is who he is. You missed out on Justin Fields, which is – and you Something that you were that. banging away at on this podcast. You know I, well, what Justin Fields is. You've seen it at the yeah. highest of high levels in college football. Um, Zach Wilson was at BYU. You're, you're projecting this, projecting that. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess at this point, he started 20 games. The longer you stick with him and the longer he's this bad, it's just ego. It's just you're a GM and a head coach just trying to stick with a bad decision. I don't think this is Tua. So I'm going to have a big series on Tua Tunga Viola at go along here in a couple days. And it's different in that, you know, in Tua, we saw it. We saw it at Alabama. From the from the, the moment he came in against George in the national championship game all the way through, and then he wrecks his hip. He suffers an injury that ends careers. He has a coach who doesn't believe in him at all. He gets zero support from Brian Flores. Um, so, I, you know, there, I think he got a really – there's a lot of gray area in terms of in terms of how long do you stick with a draft pick at quarterback? How long do you trust that guy? How long do you support that guy? Surround him with weapons. 
And then at what point do you have to just say, this guy stinks and he's not going to get better? I think the Jets are very close to just needing to at least bench him, right? You don't need to just cut him, but at least bench him because you have a team that can win now. If you're a defensive player for the Jets, what are you thinking right now, Jin? Like, okay, what the hell are you thinking what, right now? Two things from what you just said, the Tua stuff real quick. We talked about this from day one is – what did we always say? Hey, I'm not judging him coming off that injury his rookie year. Hey, I'm we saw good, right? I would the play action stuff was there. You saw it. The things you didn't see were the decision making and the turnovers were showing up for him. He's cutting back on that now. And and the talent, we all saw the talent at Alabama. It's there. Um, it's not special talent, but it's damn good. Like, damn good. I like the way he's just he seems tough. He seems fearless to it. He has that team bought in. Flip it to the Jets, to what you just said. They have to bet. You can't. He hasn't earned. I don't care. His draft status doesn't earn him anything to that team and to what you just said, to that defense and to the other coaches on that staff. You have to look them in the eye. All these guys, no. You can't play. You can't play Zach Wilson right now. It's He's not to say he you. can't get better, but you can't play him right now. I mean, they're six and four. I believe, Jim. I mean, if they have they're, they're anybody else at quarterback, really, I mean, I'd say if they have even 27 or 28 of the other starting quarterbacks in the NFL, they're eight and two at least. I mean, both of those Patriot games could have been wins. He, he gave both of those games away, which is, and I'm all over the place. I mean, Bill, did Bill Belichick just ruin Zach Wilson? Did he just break Zach Wilson? We've seen this. Like, Belichick's broken coaches and quarterbacks time and time again. It's like that. Um, yeah, that's going to be like the cover of his book, like quarterback killer, you know, before they even get to year two, like just I destroy rookies. Um, that's a hard one for me to answer because I, I mean, Belichick obviously doesn't. Here's my least favorite thing that people say about Belichick. My least favorite thing. He takes what the other team does away. Whatever they do best, Belichick will take that away. I don't know a damn coach in the history of sports that doesn't try to take the best guy away. What what does that mean? What does that mean? Seriously. Like, so when you play, when you play the the bills, are you going to try to control Josh Allen bill? Are you going to try to take digs out of the game? That's your, that's your game plan. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm just saying that that doesn't seem, I hate that. I think there's, I think that's not giving him credit. I think there's more to his madness, however you want to say it, to design in a way to just completely make some of these young quarterbacks look bad. If it was that easy to do, every coordinator would do it. And and Belichick has proven these young quarterbacks don't see out there. You're 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 so you're so right. It's it's simplistic to just say that. There's there's something going on. And I look at this Jets roster. I mean, you Quinn and Williams. Star D tackle oh. Sauce Gardner, best rookie in the NFL corner. <laughs> DJ Reed, pound for pound, one of the best DBs. He's been sensational this season. Sensational. CJ Mosley, that linebacker. There's a reason Belichick's saying he's as good as anybody we play against as a player. He is. He is. Uh, he can stay healthy ever. He is. He is that good. He was that. Maybe good people even out, remember. So... I'm sorry, Jim. Go ahead. No, I said Mosley was that good coming out too. We just. Jets and he's been hurt 
he is that good of a player. Like it's, I hope, you know, it'd be nice to see him make the playoffs. Yeah. And I just remember Michael Carter, the second, the DB, when we talked in the off season saying that they could realistically flip this division. He thought that this defense that was got awful last year. I mean, they were last in points and yards allowed both categories for the first time since 1975 mm. that he really believed in Robert Sala, the scheme and what they were bringing in, how they were practicing. And, and we're seeing they're one of the best defenses in the NFL. It's incredible. I mean, look what they did to the bills and Josh Allen. So I, I just can't get out of my head. What it's like to be a player on that side of the oh. ball, holding the Patriots three points. And you know, all of these guys are, are listening to every word that their head coach says at a podium, that their quarterback says at a podium. And the exact question from Connor Hughes, excellent SNY Jets beat reporter, he asks, I mean, and honestly, it's 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 a layup, right? I mean, this is he he's he's floating this one up there to, to Zach Wilson to hit out of the park. I mean, it's 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 not a got you question. It's it's no. a very fair question. Yes. Do you feel like you let the defense down at all? Was the exact question, and Zach Wilson just said no, no, and then that was it. So if you're a defensive player and you the, just and you know you're six and four, you should be eight and two at least. You held the Patriots three points. Your quarterback currently ranks 31st in passing yards, 32nd passer rating, 34th in completion percentage, 34th in touchdowns amongst qualifying quarterbacks. He's the second <laughs> overall pick. He's been hot garbage all year. I, Here. I, it's, I mean, this, this could break the locker room. This could break the team for nah, good. Yeah. That, that one well, word, no, could, could sever and dismantle that locker room. Best way to answer that question would have been real simple. Did you well? How they phrase it? Did you feel like you disappointed the or let the defense? Do you feel down? like you let the defense down? You the answer is no. I let myself down and the organization down because I am the reason we're losing and I have to play better for us to win. Take it, own it, and let everybody on that let all those defensive players hear you own it. You don't have to say because honestly, you didn't let that. That's you don't have to say you let the defense down because they have a job to to do you didn't do your job and just say take take it just take it you don't have to put blame on anybody else or or say you let anybody else down own it and i think the defense would say all right well at least he knows it yeah that's how i would that's how i would like that's how i would have liked to have seen him answered but he's a smart guy too right i mean he comes from an affluent family and and you know, obviously you know, that's everybody's where, saying this week how privileged he was. I'm just yeah. my, my point is it's not like he misspoke. It's not no. like he was rushed into something. And he's he's able to think for a second and process all of that. You're in the New York market. You have God knows how many handlers telling you what to say, how to say it. If anything, you're gonna go to the other extreme. It's it's strange. It strange. really is. Strange. Um uh, yeah, he, I just he remember too. But this is nothing new, right? Like out out of BYU, I think we had heard some of the same stuff out of what scouts were seeing, what they were saying about Zach Wilson, not not necessarily a player teammates gravitated toward. Yes. Remember we said at the pro day, 
I was told he was by himself, didn't hang out with any of his teammates. We talked about it. And I said that that was strange for me to hear that about a quarterback. Yeah. But it is funny how little things like that. I think it's why people are fascinated, why I love scouting so much is to see. It's like putting a, a story together. You know, you get everything from the school and then you make your evaluation. And then how's it going to play out? Where did it go wrong? Did we know? Did we know Zach Wilson? You know, all this stuff is being talked about right now. Like all this stuff. I think about Sammy Watkins after that story you wrote. I mean, we put all that, we didn't know that was going on with him. So you can do all this work and not really point being he's the he's he's the face of that franchise. He's the quarterback. Time to time to put a pause on it. We know what he's doing away from the field, right? That was well. Yeah. Well reported, well noted and, and ahead of this season. He's yeah, nothing wrong with there. His mom's I mean, friends, was, right? Like I said, I think I think the mom probably had something to do with that. But I yeah, think I didn't had, really I dig around that one. Didn't dig into those corners. Not sure what went down. I'm not digging. I'm going off of just pure gambling instinct. So wait, all right, Tyler, hold on. This quarterback class that we keep talking about from that Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. I've been I've been really fascinated with these quarterbacks this year, especially I keep hearing about Daniel Jones. This is what I wanted to talk about. Are you ready to switch a little? I want to get back. I want to maybe not not redraft, but talk about these quarterbacks in the draft. But this will be quick. Ben. Go wherever this you want, Jim. All right. This will be quick because I need to get this off my chest. You can't lose at home to the Detroit Lions, worst defense ever. And I can't keep hearing that you are having your greatest season ever and you are going to be the quarterback of the future for the Giants. All of a sudden, the team takes away Saquon Barkley. The, the Detroit Lions did the Bill Belichick defense and took away the Giants' best player. And Daniel Jones can't beat Detroit at home. I'm, I'm, I'm good on it, Tyler. I'm, I'm I'm just tired of some of these guys getting passes. Saquon Barkley, I was hard on him before saying I didn't think he was. I thought he was just a home run threat. And I, that after what he's done this year, and we talked about he's an MVP candidate, all that. He looks like everything you could want. He's better. He trained. So people have said this before, that you can come back from injuries better because of the advanced training that you do. You get a year of you're not getting your body beat, and you're just physically training. He looks different running the football. That being said, if your franchise quarterback can't can't do anything against a horrible defense when they take away Barkley, move on. Seriously, move on, Dable. I hope they do because I love Dable. I love what they're doing on offense. They're gimmicky enough to make people think Jones is going to be the guy. I don't know what more proof you need. The, the proof would be this. The proof would be this. He has to do. He has to get it done from here on out. Okay, you you can't you have to get your team into the playoffs after what you set up for the first half of the season. Okay, you have your you have your you have your unacceptable loss to Detroit. It happens. Now bounce now if you're a true franchise quarterback, bounce back, get your team ready for the playoffs. All right, that was my event. I like it. It's it's wild too because he threw for three forty one. Obviously, oh, trying to come study, back into the game. Tyler, study, that's where stats, that's where stats study. are so misleading because, it, he, up until Check this it. game, you look at his numbers and he he I, only threw 
two picks. He went one, two, three, four, five, six, six games in a row without it. a pick. You know, he's he's running for four first downs and key moments. He's, it's one of the best things he does is run. Maybe the best. I agree thing. though. He's he's getting maxed out in an offense that's taking advantage of every like ounce that. of talent he has. I like that. And Dayball and Shane know that, right? Like they're not have to. There's no way that he was. I don't think they took that job. I think they took that job saying, let's see, let's see. Let's see. Why not? You know, you have a basically it's a wash, you know, you're not gonna be judged on Daniel Jones. You didn't draft him. Let's see if we can make him good. Now they say, hey, we can we know what we can do with him, but he's not the answer. I don't think if you were to trade for an AJ Brown or a Tyree Kill or a Stephon Diggs and do the things these other teams have done that are trying to decide mm-hmm. what to do a quarterback, I don't think that's a move that just takes Daniel Jones to the next level. I don't either. Like the way I mean, Bill Dave Gettleman tried to do it with Kenny Galladay, right? And you know, mm. it blew up in their face. Yeah, he's not that either. But kind of like what the Bills yeah. did. You're saying like with Diggs, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, right. I'm with you. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. I mean, they're going to make the playoffs, right? Uh, barring a complete collapse. It has to be a complete collapse. Although the commander, the commanders look pretty good right now. Well, we I don't even talk about that. Like for Ron Rivera, I, I, how did you? I mean, that that he has that team. That's Heineke's team. Like, and he's not good enough either. I'll just say it. I love. Hey, him. hey, easy. Love him. Okay, I just twenty. When I say yeah, twenty one. Yeah, the twenty one draft. Let's go. So, let's go. Let's start at the top. This is where it gets interesting. If we're going to talk all players, I think I mentioned today on on the old tweet machine that there's going to be teams that regret passing on Justin Fields, and there are a few people. I mean, they're right. Like, oh, who's going to pass? Like, there were some really good players taken ahead of Justin Fields. No we all know how important the quarterback position is. And there were teams that needed a quarterback that either took somebody else or, you know, took a lineman, took a corner, took a tight end. And they're wishing they would have gambled on Justin Fields. It's, I'm not anointing him by any means, but no. you've seen enough to suggest that there's, there's some hope here. I mean, you've got a hundred million dollars to spend for next year. Um, you've got a a coach, a coaching staff that gets them. And we know that accuracy can improve, and he missed some throws. He absolutely missed some throws. Yeah. Uh, but he also apologized to his teammates in the locker room. Like, I think there's some natural leadership skills to Justin Fields that Zach yeah, Wilson doesn't, doesn't have hide. and never will have. He doesn't hide. And that team, you can tell that they believe in him. And you're 100% correct on he's not really even close yet as far as He's beating you on pure athleticism right now. Yeah. Yeah. You can't make a living that way. Cam Newton, you know, eventually found a way. Lamar finds ways. You know, Hertz finds ways. Josh Allen, to be honest, because he has the same skill set where he can just beat you running with his pure athleticism. But eventually to win the Super Bowl, you're gonna have to find a way to, to make those throws. He makes it was funny, and I think I talked about this before. He'll make one or two throws a game that very few people can make. Like he will rip a whole shot in between coverage, and you're like, man, this there is what can't he do? It's almost everything else. It's the short game, it's the quick to sit anticipation, hit him in stride so they can get after the catch, all the little things 
that when teams throw the ball in first down, because that's a, it's a give me easy five yards. Sean Payton sets, that's easy five. Can Fields ever make an easy five? You know, that's the stuff that we're going to want to see him develop. Right now, it's just pure. It's everything I kind of talked about. If you're going to take a shot on somebody, that's a, that's why not? Somebody that has an elite trait to him. And he does. And here's and Tyler, here's why I felt confident at least saying that I would draft him that high. I remember Vince Young, and I remember us having concerns with Vince Young. And he came into the league and pretty much was dominating. Um Cam Newton, people had concerns. I didn't, but people did have concerns. Came in, did his thing, got that team turned around. There's just certain things that you don't want to overthink sometimes. And I talked to you about this on a text, but when a guy is just a physically gifted freak, athletic, big arm, legs, stop overthinking it. Try to find a way to work with that as a coach. Like to me, work with that. Because these are the guys, look at the best quarterbacks in our league right now. I mean, they're, Joe Burrow is probably the only quarterback that's not like a physical, just, you know, arm <laughs> athletic. He's good at everything. But he's not Herbert. He's not Mahomes. He's not Josh Allen. He's not Aaron Rodgers with the just blow your head off throws that you've never seen before. Um, but what he is is just so consistently incredible. Yeah. But anyway, that's Burrow. But my point back, take the physical dominant love of football. They win in their college. They take their teams and put them on their back. Auburn stunk. Texas. I don't know if Texas has been good since Vince Young left. I think that Vince Young is a, is an interesting name to bring up because it also takes knowledge that this this quarterback that that ha, has an elite talent to him, a, a physical trait, whatever it is, you know, athleticism, a big arm, is willing to to bust ass in year two to year three. Vince Young wasn't right; he just didn't work no. as hard in the off season as a lot of these other guys. So it's it's one of those tragic cases where he could, maybe he could have dominated for as long as Cam Newton did and, and done a lot of the same things. If he was in the right system too, it, t- it takes all those other factors. But, you know, I, I just think that's what you have to look at too. And I, I feel like Justin Fields, everything you hear about his work ethic, it's there. Like this is a guy that oh, yeah. not only does he have there. this this gift, but he is going to use that gift. Um, where, you know, on the flip side, EJ e. Manuel, who we had on, I mean, nobody would question his work ethic. Right, None. he worked incredibly hard and was incredibly an incredibly hard. good teammate, a leader. But he just didn't have a gift. He just didn't have that to him. Um, so if you can have both, you've got a shot. Josh Allen, he worked at it. He he went with J- Jordan Palmer. He improved his accuracy. Um, do I mean does Zach Wilson strike you as somebody with a a gift and b a willingness to maximize no, that no gift? Physical. There's no physical. Just. Like, yeah, I, I've never seen anything like it. I see the good arm. A lot of guys have good arms. Um, Trey Lance is a mystery. We just haven't seen yeah, him. So, yeah, I agree with that. Let's More to come. Real Which quick on Fields. Which is problem, though, too. I mean, he was a mystery coming in. He didn't play other than they, what, one game. They wanted last him year. playing from – they wanted him playing last year. I agree with you. He He's – they're concerned about him. The other thing with Justin Fields, real quick to finish him up, Let's not forget his rookie year was a complete waste, you know, with Matt Nagy and that whole disaster they had going on in Chicago. 
this is like his rookie year with a new staff. So I'm not even going to judge him really until next year. Yeah, it's true. I'm, I'm it's a great for me. Point. That's how I, yeah. I mean, think about what he's doing with a new staff, Tyler. He, I mean, and they have, they're not like, they're not that. I like Montgomery. I like some of their, I like that tight end commit. I like their, that Mooney's good. They have some receivers. They're not a, but that team isn't. All right. Traded so, for Claypool, but they aren't doing anything with him really. Which, which uh, he's a, he's just a big, he's a big wide out. Um, Where they're going to run into trouble though, too, is yeah, they have all this money to spend, but there aren't, last I checked, there really aren't big name free agent wide receivers this spring. So they might and, have to. They're going to have to get creative, like the Dolphins and the Bills and the Eagles did. They're they're going to have to trade for somebody if they want to get a the Bears, stud. I think the Bears need to commit to somehow building the most badass defense they can find, and mm-hmm. and do what you can with Fields. Maybe that's what you do. Yeah, Pour I wouldn't mess with. A, I wouldn't mess with a receiver yet with Fields. He has to prove it. Prove that that that's going to make you know that's going to put him over the top. I don't think that's what puts him over the top. Okay. I think he needs to find a way to, to make the, the throws that are there when, when he has a chance. Don't turn the ball over like we always say with everybody. But he's going to do things that other guys just can't do. You can't put a value on that. Sorry. All right. So we went to Trey Lance. Sorry, I cut you off on that. I was trying well, no, to finish how about field. If you're If you were to rank these five, just just yeah. one through five, how, how would you rank them right now? I, I just did. I'd go Fields, Lawrence, and then there's a gap. And then I would go Mac Jones. And then I would go Zach Wilson, Davis Mills, Trey Lance. Wow. Not high on Trey Lance. No, he hasn't done anything yet. He hasn't played. He hasn't played. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying because he hasn't played. I didn't like him coming out though. But you didn't. I didn't. I didn't see it. Neither did Chris Sims on our podcast. Remember that? Yeah, no, he we were wrong at that one. Um, he liked that Sims like that um Texas AM dude. And he liked Zach Wilson big time. I think Zach Wilson was his number one. He was. But you know what? Look, and, it's hard. Hey, it's hard. Right. It's hard. And maybe maybe we're killing him too early here. Who knows? No, we are we can't. His career's let's not, not over. let's I'm with you. I'm just saying I wouldn't I would bench him this year. And then Have just try Lawrence? again next year. Yeah, Lawrence is. I, you know what it is? It's frustrating. There is good. It, the, you see some of the. You do see some really nice throws. There's no consistency in his game. Period. Um, Herky jerky sometimes, if that makes sense. Like his game is kind of just like it's a little. It's just not tight. I don't see all the touch when he needs touch. Everything is a fastball. It looks like right now with him, um, but he does. He's tough. He's trying. There's still something there with him. I'm not giving up on him because once again, just like Fields, a wasted rookie year. Totally agree. That could be a team yes. that is a wide receiver away too. I like I like that, Hurt, better. but yeah. it, it would, it's hard to say because they did pour a lot of capital into that position, but they 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 don't have a true stud number one. They just don't. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Guy, he'd be a guy worth trying that with. To me, I, 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 I roll the dice with with Trevor and give him because still young, he and Fields, all these guys. All right, go to Mac Jones. I know you're dying to talk about Mac Jones. Oh, 
I'm never really dying to talk about Mac Jones. There's there's more interesting topics to to be discussed. I, I came across wrong. Jones. I don't think you've ever. I, as soon as I said that, I was, all day I've been chopping at the bit to talk Mac Jones. I'm not He's sure. Very, I, I, since um, I've known you, the only thing I think you know, you've ever died to talk about is um. Mahomes you know what Mac Jones is? Yeah, my every time Gina goes to Wegmans and she's like, "All right, what do you want me to get?" And I don't really know. She's the foodie, not me. I just yeah, you're not every. You don't. Yeah. I I we always joke like she she lives to eat and I eat to live, and so I'm like, you know what? Just soups and sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I'll just you know get the turkeys and maybe some London broil and you know some chunky soup and I'm I'm good to go. Like the and then bro- dinner, whatever we whatever we want to whip up. I mean, Mac, that's Mac Jones. Just, you know, sandwich. You know, you might maybe, yeah, you know, just some Wegmans deli meat. That's Mac. I like that. You just, you know, it's not bad. It gets, it gets you through the day, right? You're, you're hungry. You satisfy your craving. You get back to work and that's about it. That's, that's what he is. We know what Mac Jones is at this point. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It's not terrible. It's just not, it's not cracking. It's not showing you a big ceiling right now. It's not getting you excited. It's not making you feel like we have our guy. I don't think any of these teams, I don't know if any of these guys have made their teams feel like they have their guy. I guess Belichick's Belichick's thinking was the Joe Burrow lane that we've got an intellectual at the position that will dissect you and break you down and find your weakness and attack, attack, attack. And he, he just, he's just kind of been what everybody else thought he'd be, which hey, the Patriots, they're fighting like hell. They've got fighting a great like defense. Hell. Matthew Judon like probably should be defensive player of the year. Uh, they, they can win this way. But a first-round quarterback, that whenever you take a quarterback in the middle of the first round, right, you're kind of having the same conversation. It's very early with Kenny Pickett, but, I mean, the Steelers are probably going to be in the same boat. He's, I will say this, he's not ready to play right now. I I told you the first game I watched, I do like his toughness. Um, He just showed me that toughness, and the moment wasn't too big for him. But he's not ready. He's not seeing things quick at all. They actually had chances this week. Like they could have beat Cincinnati this week. They're, they they had chances. Um, but Pickett isn't, he's not, he's just not quick enough as a decision maker right now. And he's not special enough athletically or anything else to overcome that lack of just speeding, you know, playing with quick, quick reads. Um, I don't want to, I don't like giving up on young guys, but, he, oh, I'm not giving up. The, I'm just saying. You, no, I know you're it's not. A more I'm just nuanced wanna... conversation that you can't. Yeah, you're not just saying, "Oh, damn, we got our guy," right? And right. we're going to surround our guy. No, let's take no, advantage they're, of this rookie contract. It's yeah. I'm glad they're playing him, though. At least the Steelers are playing him. Last thing on the 2021 class, because there there were some really good players taken. So just to recap, I'll you know rattle it off quick. Jags went with Lawrence, Jets, Zach Wilson, Niners, Trey Lance, Falcons, Kyle Pitts, Bengals, Jamar Chase, Dolphins, Jalen Waddle, Lions, Panay Sewell, Panthers, J.C. Horn, Broncos, Patrick Sertan, Eagles, Devontae Smith, Bears, Fields, Cowboys, Parsons, Chargers, Rashawn Slater. I mean, 
studs. There's a lot of that's great a players. Kind of a, that's kind of, that's like that's a that's a that's like big time historic draft right there. Parsons. I feel Parsons like alone. though Parsons and Chase. Yeah. Oh yeah. Alone. Yeah. But the quarterback position being you know as crucial as it is, what teams should have taken fields? Atlanta. San Francisco, the Jets, obviously. Atlanta. Not the Bengals. Not the Dolphins. Ah, I love Panay Sewell. We wrote about him at Go Long. Incredible story. Badass tackle. He's it's not the what, what, not what's their him. plan at quarterback? It's not him, it's the value and the lack of court right. It wouldn't be that Sewell's the bad pick. Right, right. That, just, and that's the point. Right. Yep. Yeah. JC Horn, same thing. Same thing. Tan, same thing. Honestly, that's a great you just brought that Carolina bad. Really bad. Yeah. Fields would have worked, especially think about replace Cam Newton. Yeah. Although I don't know, we, we saw the news today. They're they're turning back to Sam Darnold. I think this is the this is the time. This is when it all comes together. I know I said Sam it on Darnold. one podcast this year. I, I think Darnold is better than Mayfield, but that doesn't mean anything. That's that. Hey, when what burger is better between Burger King it, and McDonald's? <laughs> same thing. Same. It's the same thing. Yeah. And Bella and Bella, Belichick broke uh, Darnold too, right? That's kind of when it really started going south, and when he was seeing ghosts on Monday Night Football, and that's right, another one put him on the list. It's a long, long hit list, but yeah, it's an, an interesting class. You know, obviously let it uh, play out a little bit, but there's enough, as the scouts like to say, there's enough shit to Justin Fields' game, right? There's enough going on to get you excited. I think that's a good way to look at it. Enough going on to get you excited. I know there's some other things you want to get into. So that's enough of that class, Jim. Uh, where yeah, do you, want, we don't to, have where to do you want to take this next? We don't have to go too far. I think I was just – the one thing I was laughing about, about um, the the Houston Texans are pathetic. Oh. Nick Cesario, think about – so he gets, he gets his GM job away from the Patriots, right? I was looking. I was thinking about this. Does Cesario – they took Sony Michelle in the last, late in the first round, I believe. Nick Chubb was there. Hmm. Like, why does that not get talked about? It was one of the worst. If it, so, obviously, they were looking yeah. running back. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They had Michelle evaluated over Chubb, who is clearly. And I just laughed at these guys kind of make a pick like that. Now he's running the Texans. So, what does he do? Brings Cully in, fires him, brings Lovey in, fires him. Herm Edwards will probably be Herm Edwards is probably next. Whoever they who you just every year, you're just gonna bring in I mean, what what's happening in Houston? How does he get this job? What are they building? Like what at least in Detroit, you can see Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell at least are kind of synced up. Like they're on the same page, like we talk about. Cesario and Lovey and Cully and uh, this thing is, I just get, and then like we talk about the big four, right? Owner, head coach, GM, quarterback. They're 0 for 4 Houston. And it shows 
That is a horrible, horrible franchise. Yeah. It's, Sorry, it's that's all I just wanted, like, I did not look back. I was like, how does Cesario get credit? Like in the interview, if there was an interview, it probably wasn't even an interview. The, the owner probably Jack knew, Easterby, who's not there anymore. Right. There it is. I'd be like, hey, yeah, we'd love to hire you as our GM. Um, why'd you take Sony Michelle over the NFL's best running back? That's what's wild about the New England Patriots. I mean, only whatever they have cooking there. It only works when Belichick is running the show. I mean, every coach who's gone anywhere has been terrible. Same thing with personnel. I mean, really, name one assistant coach under the greatest coach of all time who has done anything as a head coach. Anything. Is your guy in Minnesota part of that tree? Was he part of the Patriots at all? No. no. Kevin O'Connell? I didn't know if he played was ever for him. He was backup quarterback. So it doesn't it just count. Doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't mm-hmm. work. Doesn't work anywhere else. So yeah, Cesario is, is Cesario or Cesario? I think Cesario, I always said Cesario, but I don't know. Okay, you'd know better than me. You were no, I might not. Scouting I didn't really know him that well, so I don't. I didn't really run in his circle. Well, that that says a lot about him as a GM. But people don't even he. Yeah, I mean that that's an abomination. I mean that's a reason to not get hired as a GM. You take Sony Michelle thirty first overall in the twenty eighteen draft. Ahead, by the way, ahead of Lamar Jackson, who went 32 to the Ravens. And then two more picks, and then the Browns take Nick Chubb. I mean, Nick Chubb and Sonny Michelle are in the same Georgia backfield. The same backfield. And your personnel acumen said that he was better than Nick Chubb. It's it's unbelievable. Anyway, all right. So what do we got this weekend? What do we got? What do we worry? What's the big, what are the big, or what do you want? What's next? Did you did you want to hit on Najee Harris as well? I remember the terrible pick. Like it goes back like first round. He is a hard, he's just a hard-nosed running back. Like if you're building for the future, right? You're the Steelers. So they drafted him knowing Ben was on his way out. How did they think a running back was, you know, you're building for the future in the NFL right now? How was that your pick? So I just feel like now I just think some of these GMs need to be called out a little bit more. And I'm not trying to say they're not everybody misses, but I'm, I'm just let's let's talk about the misses a little bit. Let's let's bring it to life a little. And Agreed. I'm only talking first round stuff because after the first round, it's I don't whatever. But you've put that much value in Najee Harris that he is. He just like I said, he is a downhill, tough, tough runner that you would love in the second or third round. The speed was never there. I mean, it, he's he's kind of that a lot of a lot of Bama backs. You see that, right? Great offensive lines, holes you can drive a truck through. Hard, hard runners, tough, violent, physical, all that. I've had I've been a very good. I've had a lot of success with Alabama over my years. I didn't like Trent Richardson coming out. Um, we drafted Mark Ingram in New Orleans. I was there because we loved I and mean, we hit on that. Then yeah. I missed on Derrick Henry, though, as far as when he was coming out. I didn't think he would be this good. Eddie Lacy was good, but he just he couldn't keep his weight under control. Which which was the which was everybody speed. knew. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely individual basis, but it is. But I don't to think, your point, I don't think they, Harris yeah. ran a forty. I don't even know if he was the speed was really documented. It was kind it's of a mystery. Smart. 
smart but it's not like it's not even it's the speeds whatever it's not the but he's just not dynamic enough to say he's gonna you know their offense is just still terrible to watch but one yeah, more sorry. pick that doesn't get talked about is can you imagine jonathan taylor in the chiefs offense jim brett veach who i've told you before ultimate respect incredible gm you could have jonathan taylor for a guy you just benched for a seventh round pick. Yeah, for um the Rutgers running back. Anyway, I just wanted to bring some of that. I think some of that's fun to at least bring up sometimes. And these are the best, like these are some of the best, like, look, the Steelers have done it. They're obviously always one of the best drafting teams. The Chiefs draft well, but that's how hard it is. They're still missing in the first round. It is. Man. I think Sorry, a lot I of it like too is figuring out how yeah. these guys are wired. Like we were talking about those quarterbacks earlier. And is this somebody willing to work in the off season? That, that's a big part of this to a story. And I, I sat down with um, his off season trainer that some bills fans may be familiar with Nick Hicks. He's always sparring with bills fans on Twitter. It's such an unbelievably fascinating guy. Um, but the work that they really put in, in, in a crucial off season, this past off season, I think will open up people's eyes. Like it was targeted at exactly what Tua needed to improve on. And he owned it. Like he, I think all these guys have egos. You have to have ego. If you're playing quarterback in the NFL, like to go out there with the, with these dudes who are the biggest, strongest, toughest, meanest humans on the planet. Like, yeah, you better have that to you. Uh, but you better also look in the mirror and figure out what you got to get better at and attack it in the off season. That's what Josh Allen did with his accuracy. And uh, that's what Tua Tungabiola did with his arm strength. So yeah, whatever these, you know, I, as a scout, like, yeah, the, the tape's going to tell you a lot, you know, an interview at the combine might tell you a little, they're going to be coached up. Like Jimmy Graham was joking in the blood and guts, right? Like, his agent told him exactly what to say. Oh, I love to run. I love to block power. Like a lot of this stuff. He didn't tell him about Vasquez. <laughs> yeah. But you, you, don't, you don't really know what, what's ticking inside. You don't. Don't. You don't. It's, it's so, it's the hardest part about it. When you, but and that's, I think I just was excited to at least talk about just bring the light a little bit. Some of these things that could be, when you think about Chubb and Taylor on like yeah. the last thing I, I know I'm trying not to talk about Mahomes all the time. Is he actually getting we better? We haven't talked about him a lot this year. Really. Let's, because you know why? I think I thought it was done as far as he's the greatest, whatever. I think he's actually getting better. Oh, Is it possible that he can get better? He is. How do you beat them? How do you beat them? If I don't the know. The only I mean, way you beat, I'm convinced the only way you beat them, the only way is if and when he does one of those wild throws that always start completed. But if you have a chance to get that pick, you better get it. Like if you, if you don't turn him over when you have a chance, I don't see how you beat them. The Bengals turned him into thing, mush in that, that second thing. half somehow. I mean, what more could Herbert do? And I mean, not not that he, I thought he, but he's, I, Tyler, he is, 
I've thought about this with Herbert too. He is, I mean, he's top five quarterback right now. He's right after Lamar for me. If Lamar is, is really? four, Herbert's five. He's that good. What about the big plays out of Mahomes? I mean, they lose Tyree Kill, the, the, the <laughs> best matter. big play receiver in the NFL, and he threw for 329 on 20 completions. I mean, you're talking a, a 34-yarder to Kelsey, 29-yarder to, God, Justin Watson. Oh, it's, a 40 yarder to Jody Fortson, right? Like it was, I mean, the, the, these are guys, guys. And, and yeah, I think it's, he's been better. I, I agree with you. And it's something I we just, should explore deeper. There's no way the Chiefs could beat the Patriots though, because Belichick will take Kelsey out of the game. He, <laughs> I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know this about Belichick, but he will take that best player. You won't even stand. <laughs> I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back, actually. I'm going to go back and try to look to see if the best player on the every team actually ever had a good game against Bill Belichick. <laughs> I have a feeling Dude. some of these good. Yeah, Stephon Diggs, yeah, last season, yeah. just took him out. Took him out nope. of the game. It doesn't exist. Hey, anyway. to Belichick's credit, though, he led uh, the, the corner, Jackson Walk. So maybe they got a shot against Diggs because he ate his lunch. Um, Belichick's and don't let don't don't I do think he is a great coach. I'm just saying it's a little over the top with the. Well, it's laziness. I mean these these talking points just get regurgitated. <laughs> That's so lazy. In sports That's media exactly and exactly like, right. People hear it. It enters the ether and it just gets repeated and repeated and repeated and it just. It becomes something. It becomes like just the the top the topic du jour. And it's almost it's, what it's happened. La- it's laziness. It's almost what happened to Tua. This whole the arm strength thing took on a whole new world of itself. Which I know nobody yeah. really worried about the arm. I mean, it, nobody ever thought it was the greatest arm, but it never looked fatal flaw bad. It was just who cares? The arm was fine. It wasn't special, but it wasn't terrible. People would see a, a clip on Twitter, and it became the number one story in America. <laughs> He doesn't have the arm strength. Yeah. It's the best. Um, it's the best. You know what's funny, though? AFC West, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. I, I wonder what the final tab was for the amount of money they all spent on players to catch the Chiefs. And it's over. It's done. We're, we're 10 games into this thing. Over. Vince Carter. Done. Dunk contest is over. Like, the, nobody's touching the Chiefs. Go ahead. Khalil Mack, Chandler Jones, Russell Wilson, Randy Gregory, J.C. Jackson. Go have fun. Good luck. Only one team can beat them. Buffalo. Wow. Oh, wow. All right. Sorry. We'll save that. We'll save that. We'll save that. We'll save that. Cincinnati and Miami. Don't sleep on Cincinnati and Miami. I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) And Miami too. Cincy, Miami, Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore. Is there a, a game this weekend that you want to hit on real quick that you're looking forward to? No, um, I I do love Thanksgiving though. We do a um, my family we do a, a parlay every year. We call it the family parlay because we start at you know you do the games all the way up. We try to hit each game, and you know it's fun to see. Okay. Actually, we hit a couple the last couple of years, so. The pressure's on me to hit the family parlay this year. 
<laughs> and Bills Detroit to kick it off. 12 noon. Don't Bills favored by those, nine and a half. Uh, ten. Detroit a nine and a half seemed like a big number, doesn't it? I, I, I agree. Coming off a short week, that's a big number. I agree. Lions looked good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the Denver Broncos. Four and six with a little bit of hope. I can't wait for the Broncos Carolina Panthers game this week. I that's the game that we all need. Darnold is Darnold getting the start? He's getting the nod. He's getting the nod. Does Hackett make it through the year? No. He they blew that game, Tyler. Like they really did. I don't want to be, I'm not trying to be hard on Hackett right now, but they, they that game was theirs to win. Like it was a gross game that but once again he goes for the win on third and ten. It's hard to do. I like that go for the win, tough guy. But when your offense stinks, sometimes you got to play percentages to me, and you have a great defense, and they do. They have a legit great defense. They do. All you had to do was punt the ball or run the ball there, let the clock like, try, help your team out, help your defense out. All right. I'm ranting. Well, he's not calling plays anymore, so. <laughs> There's all the cliches when you – it's not calling the plays, firing the coordinator. When Kingsbury just fired a O-line coach. I mean – Yeah. When the Titanic is uh, is sinking, it's – It's you, when do you want to get off. Fighting for life rafts. When do you want <laughs> – Climbing over other it's, people to get to the right. – So basically, so it's Doug Marone leaves. Rex gets fired. The Titanic – it was it was sinking. Whaley and I were just – when are we going under? We oh, just see. Man. We just kept seeing all the all the. We were surviving. You're holding, you're holding your head above water, gasping. You really see so many head coaches switch those seats every year. Before sometimes you got to look at you're be like, okay, I think my seat might be next. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, take it easy on yourself. Matt Milano had a hell of a game. Hey, we're seeing reverence. We we went out. Robert in style. Woods. What about Robert Woods with the Titans? Now, I, that's the buddy Nick's draft pick. Oh, yeah, that's right. That Nicks. was the year before you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Buddy Nix and, and Whaley was there for that. So Whaley and that's Buddy right. Nix did a they great job. Yeah. And that, yeah. Marquis Goodwin. A, that Buddy Nix, Whaley again. Yep. Marquis, Marquis Goodwin has had a, th- those were two really good picks. Yeah. Yeah. Really good picks. Well, that seems like a good place to stop. What do you say, Jim? I like it. So we had Mac Jones as Wegmans. Yeah. And uh Whaley and I were on the Titanic. I like it. Yeah. Well, you know, you let you landed safely here on the on the podcast. So things things worked out. Things worked out swimmingly, if if I may. Have fun with the family. Everybody out there. Yeah, have too, a fantastic hey, too, Tyler, I know you guys have had a long yeah, it's been oh. a lot too. So I hope you get some time to enjoy it. Appreciate that, man. And we'll be uh the fam is coming out too, fatties. Sunday noon. Yeah, I'm gonna let you know. Blood and guts right here. We'll have them in boxes. Oh. Can't wait to meet everybody. So we'll see you then.